All right. Well, uh, welcome, welcome podcast, CBB podcast. Uh, what is it? May 25th. And this is episode four. Can you believe that? We're already four deep. It's insane. It took a while to get here. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> when we first started this, what we thought, maybe once a month, maybe a couple times a year, we try something and then it's gotten, it's gotten big. So I, first of all, I wanted to apologize for the lapse between episode three and four, which is weird to say that, but, um, we got uh, we got a snowstorm when we were supposed to do episode three, um, so we canceled that. Didn't want to come down to Denver, have everyone travel, and then life got busy. Uh, summers and spring started happening. So, anyways, I didn't uh, think we're here. We we're going to get a spring or a summer. I don't even. I thought it was going to be winter for yeah, the next four or five months. So. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Uh, so Jason Hinkle's here. Howdy, howdy. How you doing? Another day in paradise. Yeah. T.J. Anderson. What's going on? Always here. And then our our previous special guest, Adam Ferguson Ferg is here. <laughs> yep. For good. For, oh yeah. That's for right. good. I guess we can mention that. So uh started out with three of us on a podcast, CDB podcast, and we're happy to welcome Adam as a, a full time podcast member. So hell yeah, man. I'm excited. We Appreciate it. This is gonna be fun. fun. Happy seems a little bit of a stretch, yeah. but it's awesome. <laughs> this guy. I'm, I'm excited. Who can make TJ happy? Anyone? <laughs> That's my wife. I, I know <laughs> she can. She so uh, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Rocky, which you guys know we had on on episode three, and uh, I have to say this just to get at him a little bit, but he wants to know how many downloads we've had um, on all three episodes. So I looked it up today, and uh, I can tell you that. So if we recap, CBB podcast number one, season one, episode, remember we picked out Hall of Fame tournament winners, the brackets, went through the brackets. Uh, that was yeah, a long one. TJ, I, I don't know if you won or not, but uh, that was way too long ago. So I'm pretty, pretty sure I won that. <laughs> but uh, that was 245 downloads. Um, then we decided we'd have uh, a recap, and that was the that was the special episode. So we, we got – we got crazy requests. Hey, do it again, do it again. So brought Ferg on. Um, he happened to get, uh, well, again, that was the recap. And then we talked about Ferg's softball life and kind of how that how that started and how it is right now. He got 311 uh, downloads. So you, you see the climbing going up, right? And then we went to season one, episode three. So we broke some news uh, in the last episode had some legendary guests. So Rocky and Brian, uh, uh, Thurk was on and, uh, we, uh, announced the one nation coming to Colorado eventually. And he's uh, got 232 downloads. So. Step a game up Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't won. He hasn't won the battle. Or the war yet, so, Love but, you, but yeah, so, uh, Welcome, Adam. We appreciate yeah. you coming on. Man. Thanks, dude. Awesome. Seriously, this, this shit's going to be fun. And we're in our new little studio here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. So you guys probably saw, if, you, if you're not on the CBB page, there's a Facebook page. You guys will see a, uh, a picture we just posted, and it's of us in the studio. Um, and so Adam has a, in his in their office, they have a podcast studio, like a professional podcast studio. So we're sitting in here now. Uh acting like we know what we're yeah, doing. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's obviously there's so much more we could do with this and we we'll touch more on it, but we're yeah. excited to be in here and, and awesome. hopefully at some point use it to its fullest extent. Sounds yeah. opportunity. Yeah, for sure. We got some, we got some ideas that we'll tell you guys about in, in the, the later segment of this podcast about what we're going to do and how we're going to use this and things like that. So, um, but really, you know, the goal of, of this, of this, uh, 
of this podcast really is to be open. I mean, we, we, uh, the last couple episodes, two or three episodes, we've had a real good agenda. We've had a time limits on each section and trying to, trying to stick to our, our time limits and, um, you know, talking to people and, and TJ's talked to some people. I've talked to people, you know, obviously Adam and Jason, I'll talk to people too about it. We felt like really we wanted to be more open and unscripted. And, and I think this is the episode to do that. So I'm sure some stuff will come out and some words will be said, but Hey, I'm ready for it. I don't know about you guys. So no, I think uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I'll go. I, you know, so what we're going to do guys is we'll do, we'll do two sessions, right? We're going to do the open forum session. We'll have some, some, some topics, but I obviously, like I said, it's open. We're just going to bullshit and just talk about what we got. Take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back and we'll get more in depth and some other topics. And I think those other, the, the second session is going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Cause um, I mean, all four of us have ran teams, been a part of teams um, management of the teams, been players on teams that have been managed. And so really uh, I think that second, the second uh, session is going to be fun too to talk about, especially, especially what we're doing now with our teams, you know, so. For sure, yeah, I think that's one that's gonna get some real good discussion going. Yeah, yeah so like I was saying, um, so now that you guys kind of know the agenda and what we want to talk about, I didn't really want to script, but the one thing that you mentioned earlier, Adam, was was the 240 bats. So uh, Jason and I both sell uh, softball equipment, and baseball equipment, and fast pitch, youth, everything, so men's slow pitch, women's slow pitch. Um, but the one thing that, that came out this year that's been a big buzz and a big what is it and, and what, what's going to happen to the game is when U-Trip changed the stamp. And now now they're up to a 240 PSI um, testing range. So the bats that are stamped at 240 have to pass at 240. And so the idea behind it originally, from what I understand, was to – to make the game safer on the pitcher's mound, basically, in the infield. And so it would slow the ball down. It would slow uh, the compression from the ball to the bat. Um, yeah. And so the other thing that, that that was happening was all these 220 bats were getting hotter and hotter, which means the compression was riding that 220 PSI line right out of the wrapper. Or it would, it would start at about 260 and about 30 or 40 hits in, boom, right to 220. Yeah. And um, – once it got below 220 and it got into like the 185s and the 190s, they were saying it's really dangerous. Um, and if you talk to pitchers and you talk to people that play, you get mixed reviews, right? I mean, a ball coming at your head is a ball coming at your head. Um, but at the same time, once you start getting up into the um, more competitive leagues, you're being able to sense that speed um, and be able to react to that. So, Adam, I mean, you're the one that swung the most 240 bats. I've swung a couple just in BP. Um and some league games. I haven't swung one in a tournament yet. Um, just don't really feel like it. Don't have to. Right. Where we play, but you have, and you've had to. You've had to. So yeah. what, what do you think? It's a to me, it's a game changer. Um, it. I, I've never been the guy who can step up and hit it three sixty. You know what I mean? Like so, I. You cannot. Well, one you, when you're playing in the conference, and I'm going to get a little bit ahead of myself. Usually, you're playing on turf fields. I would say the majority of the time. I think I could be wrong, but I think the bases might be ten foot longer. Seventy, right? Yeah, is that right? Something like that. So, are they, so your infielders are farther back. Yeah. And now you're hitting this two forty plus bat. Um, 
you got you got to hit it. Yeah. You got to hit it. You're not you're not going to get this, you know, 35 uh, 35 hopper that see sees his way through the infield. Basically, mm-hmm. you got to hit it through. And so it it like and that was one of those. Well, I was one of those guys who like I might keep a good average going every once in a while because I hit one through the three four hole that you know that in Skyview it might get through for a hit with a 220 to whatever the bat would be. But out there, yeah, I mean, you got six dudes that can make a play on that ball. So it, yeah, it changes it. So you, you're, you got to hit the ball over the infield or you got to hit that laser one hopper through there and not miss it. So it changes a lot. It, what I was telling you, and as an infielder, I, I was like, oh, this is this is good. Like this is gonna prolong my career. <laughs> but that was the original idea of, of, of why they did that. Yeah. Is, is because people were getting Dude. Uh, air quotes hurt it, a lot and they were blaming the bats and they were blaming the technology and they sure. were blaming, oh my god, they figured out how to get a bat to test at 220 and, and just ride. Stay right there. Line. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's so what I said. And I think this is a great point about these bats in the two tournaments. So I went and played with, with Chris at smoke um, in Tulsa and um, hit the ball pretty good there because it was a little cooler. I didn't struggle so much there. I definitely knew there was a couple of balls that I had hit early in the first couple of games that I felt like would have been a home run most other times. And it was caught at the fence. Um, and then, and then finally it kind of cooled down and in Tulsa, we got a little lucky. It was cooler, a little rainy. So the ball was jumping different story in Phoenix. And I struggled big time in Phoenix um, because it was hot and it was affecting not only the, the bat, but it was affecting the ball and it was tough out there. There's no doubt about it. Guys were hitting, no excuse. Guys were hitting. I wasn't, but it gets in your head. We all, we're all mental midgets out here, right? That's why we're here. We're all probably pretty good athletes. We probably could have played some high level sports, but because we're not, we didn't have that mental toughness that a lot of these professional guys have like that's that sure makes them stand apart but anyways what i was saying is those two tournaments playing five man it's always a guarantee when i played in the conference event that i can get two three four balls a tournament that hit they were hit by me that i'm like that that would that would have fucking broke my rib (laughs) (laughs) that i'm so glad that wouldn't happen but i haven't i have not had a ball scare me yet wow. in those two tournaments. Not one ball has been hit to me, past me, that really scared me. Um, That's really interesting. So it's it is man. It's a, it's a different ball game. It's a, I think it's a different ball game. And that's what I was gonna ask. What's the plan with these things? Are they gonna be? Is everybody gonna be swinging two forties here shortly? What's so this is obviously it's subject to change, right? But Utrippus came out and said okay because. A lot of the bat manufacturers and distributors and players and sponsors came out and said, well, wait a minute. Like we have the bats that we have, we've put a significant investment in purchasing and maintaining stock in the 220 bats. Mm-hmm. And so why would, so we're just going to get rid of them? Like, yeah, right, they're just going to share out. Like, they gotta buy bat. Bat. I mean, no. Yeah. So all, yeah. everybody's got 10 bats. Now they're like, well, shit, now I need to. Bye. These are worthless. Yeah. Unless you're Jimmy and then he has a house down payment yeah. sitting in his basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I got a couple down there. So. You know he's just going to repaint those. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the idea is when, when they came to U-Trip and said, whoa, wait a minute, that's, uh, that's not what, what we want out of this. We understand player safety, but we also 
we also have a monetary investment. Um, yeah. Utrip came out and said, okay, well, let us rethink. So they came out with a statement that said, okay, all 220 bats are grandfathered in forever at this point. Now it's subject to change in 22, 23. Okay. They're going to review it. Got it. But the 220 bats, if tested, have to test at 220. The 240 bats, if tested, have to test at 240. Right. So a 220 bat doesn't have to test at 240, and a 240 bat can't test at 220. Okay. So if you have a 240 bat at an event that gets tested, you have to pass at 240. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and right now it's just conference tournaments. Right? And right now it's conference tournaments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Somebody might have to. The the, the um. What was it? The Challenge Cup. We weren't swinging 240s. No, are we? I didn't think so. I don't think that was yeah, mandatory. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think we were doing that. But yeah, I think uh, I think the the idea is to have two forties just be the the yeah. new. Yeah, I think I think eventually they'll weed the two twenties out. I mean, James, what do you think? Yeah. I think so. I mean, that it's it's going to be hard because obviously there's only a limited supply of of two twenties left laying around. I mean, you got your orders that have a couple hundred bats sitting sure. in the garage somewhere, but yeah, I mean. Guys are going to start cracking, especially now that, you know, we're moving into Pro-Ms here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot harder to ball than Classic Pluses. So uh, I, I think a lot of the 220s even floating around Colorado are going to work their way out probably by the end of the year. I yeah. Mean, guys just aren't going to have an option, and that's going to bring up the value of the 220 bats to astronomical numbers. I mean, you're already seeing bats go for $500 straight by, not even raffle. Yeah. yeah. So, well, a lot, of, a lot of times the, that, uh, that market gets big because Colorado doesn't test. Yep. Right. We're going to have one event that gets tested this year. Yep. You know? And so every event out there in. Is that the shootout? Is yeah. that the kind yeah. of shootout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, those bats, we're going to swing 240s and they're going to be tested, right? But every other tournament is not tested. Yeah. So yeah. in Colorado, the 220 bats, I mean, you could buy a brand new 220 bat and use it every tournament. Yeah. 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 You know? Which brings me to my next question is uh, say, like, you know, for instance, we're going to go to Worlds. I know you guys are. Yep. We're going to go to Oregon. So what am I, if I put up, I, you know, cause usually, usually it's two bats per person. Yep. Am I going to give a 220 that has to pass a 220? If I, if I have to give 240 that has to pass a 240. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've reached out to him and I asked, so worlds is a different ball game, right? And so if we, if, if we go to Oregon or we go to Florida and we play in the world's tournament, what bat do we have to have? And the, the, the answer is more to come. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, at this point, they still don't understand what they're going to require, in my opinion. And now you can talk to one director and says, oh, yeah, you got to pay attention to the rules. And it says 220, 220, 240, 240. You talk to another director and they're like, well, they haven't told us yet. Yeah. So I, I think I don't. I think it's subject to the tournament. Wait till August. They'll give me your answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you got a week to get a yeah, 240. 240. Yeah, exactly. It comes out of a wrapper at 300 and you got to get it. Yeah. To where it just hits at 240. Because that was another problem that I noticed it was out there. Because, like, what did I – I had the the, with the Easton 240. Um, oh, not over the – sorry. Um, <laughs> so I had the Easton 240, and, dude, it was – when they put it on the on the compression, we were standing by it. They put it on there. They, they, they turned the dial 240. 245, 250, 255, and it was still going up. And the and the dude's like pulls it up. He's like, here, yeah, there you go, bro. Take this fucking bench post. (laughs) 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 So it's like, but then you got 
you know what? God bless them. I'm not dogging them, but the major guys, they're getting their bats at 240, 242. I guarantee it. Like, I'm not dogging them. They deserve every bit of that. And that's why they're there because they get, they, but us slugs, we're getting our bat. I pull the wrapper off, it's 300, 290 yeah. or something like that. And then it's, now we got to figure out. And because I'm paying for, for my bats myself, like, I don't want to hit. 100 balls with it at BP before I go because now all of a sudden when I have a 235, right. now guess what? I'm buying yeah. another bat. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, not just that, but you could crack the bat. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be specific balls. Yeah. You're hitting, you hit too hard. You could crack the damn thing. It's, yeah. it's funny that you bring that up. So actually, I wrote that down and you know it. So the biggest thing that I've saw is, is you have this mentality of it's almost like back in the day when you, when you break a new car in, right? Drive it, drive it like how you're going to drive it. Mm-hmm. You know, break a bat in with whatever you're going to swing. Well, that's it's not right. It's not true. No, not the bat, the bats are built for a certain ball and a certain way to break them in. And they're not built to get broken like that, but they figured out how to break them in. So the best way to do it is you got to hit 52 300s. You have to hit ASA balls. First, huh. first 50 to 100 cuts just Absolutely. to soften the composite. That's what I've done right. with all my bats. And really? I have bats Which with makes perfect sense. Really? And makes perfect sense. Like, I, like, you know, I bought the Dirty Dan from you. Yep. I have not touched it yet. And I'm scared to death to even bring it out this weekend with the pro Yeah. you, you got to break it in. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just like, do I, do I? And I was like, I'm seeing all these things with them cracking with the pro Yeah. I mean, what, what I did is I, I ordered a couple dozen of the 52 300s and you, you hit with it, hit off the tee, whatever, whatever it takes. Rotate the bat, keep it, keep it, and keep it. And I see posts on Facebook. Oh my, my APG two broke. What'd you hit with it? Oh, we were hitting in this last tournament. Yeah, classic guns. Okay, well, yeah, you're hitting <laughs> yeah. a really, really hard ball, and you never got a chance to break that composite into the bat. Now, do bats have an issue with with durability? I would say they're wrong. Some they are sure yeah. out there, but I can tell you that the ones that that are broken in the right way have really survived. At my APG two, again, I have not. Swung it in a tournament, I think a couple league games, BP, off a tee, zero signs of, of damage, not mm. one. Yeah. But I've hit, I've probably hit a 75, 80 hits with just the 52, 300s. That's it. N- nothing else until I feel like it's broken. So, I mean, not to get on a tangent, but I think, I yeah. think that works. You know? No, I just think it's something that people need to start considering if it starts to go like, Hey, this is going to be the way of the world now in softball two forties. I think you, 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 people got to start adjusting to it, whether it's your swing, the way you play, how you set your team up. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause if you got a bunch of dudes who hit a bunch of 302 foot home runs, you might struggle now yeah, when you go 280. to 80. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to go to 80. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm retiring from. So I want to get into something. I want to get into something where we're talking about bats. Um, a couple weeks ago in Colorado, uh, Dudley sponsored a tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know Jason and I played in it. Um, so Dudley came out. They supplied the bats. We had to use their bats um, in the games. Um, I do believe those were 240 stamps. The 240, new dude. Yep, they were the new ones. Yeah. Yep. I didn't realize that until right now. But, yeah, they were the 240 stamps. I should know that. Um, but I guess, I mean – that would explain why well, a lot of people were not fans. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What, what was your feedback on that? Um, they were all right. I mean, a couple games in, they started to get pretty hot. They had a weird sound to them. They almost sounded like a wood bat. They really did. Um, they, the what were you guys hitting, Jason, with the ball? Uh, that was Classic Plus. Classic Plus. Plus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, Classic Plus. Um, 
the, the waiting on them was weird. They're, they had a two ounce unload that was felt like a half ounce. They had a half ounce that felt like a full ounce. Their waiting was weird. Um, the only thing that I didn't like was that they, the waiting options that they had, like they only, they, they offered your main sizes, 26, 27. Um, but for guys like me and a couple other guys that swing 25s, it, it was a big struggle because they had one balanced bet that they were passing one, around. One bet for the whole day. One. One balanced bet. Wow. Not, not one per field. Wow. One balanced bet, period. Um, and it so, didn't feel balanced. It no. felt like it felt just it like felt inloads, like really? an inload, yeah. like a lighter inload bet. Huh. But there was there were some big guys that cranked on some balls, and they stopped at two ninety five on the morning track. Yeah. And guys were like, "Thank you." Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, so, man. It's, it's so funny that those are two forties. What would you compare the Dover to? For I think, I think it's freaking more, corn dog, uh, maybe. You know, I mean, most, most softball players have, they didn't even know Dudley made a bet. Yeah, if you yeah. had to compare it. There, the, Hmm. Dudley put a big marketing scheme out these last couple of months about, hey, we, we made we make softball bats and here's the ones we have, the dooms and, and all these. Yeah. And, and so I was really excited. I, I, I'll tell you, I really struggled. I hated I hated them. I couldn't stand them. Is there any? <laughs> so I was trying to like, are there any major guys swinging Dudley's? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there, sure are. there are. Dudley, I think, sponsors a couple guys. Curious um, about that. Yeah. And then there's the Dudley Major coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I would imagine there'll be some more Dudley. There'll have a bunch of stuff out there. I think I've seen more guys swinging Adidas than honestly than than yeah. than the Dudleys, the, the Ruckus. Ruckus. I've heard the Adidas yeah. is yeah. It's supposed to be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I know for the senior bat, mm. the the is it the Adidas? Is that what am I saying? Am I wrong by saying that? That's one of the most common senior so. bats. There's a there's a there's a yeah. the De Marinis are De Marini. Um, Dudley it, too. Dudley's it, big Dudley has a big senior bat. Yeah. The What's lightning. the name of that one? Uh, is it the Lightning? I think is the senior. Damn, that's gonna drive me crazy now. Because the Doom is the U trip. There was one bat that when I went to that senior tournament in Phoenix back in October or November that everybody was using. Really? Because I went out there with the I've got the gray the De Marini senior mm. bat, and everybody was swinging one. I'm like. Damn, I didn't realize they were making bats, yeah. and it may have been Adidas or something. I, I can't remember what it was, but it's there was a couple of them that were like that was a little surprising to me. Yeah, there's a Doom senior. Is there a Doom? Okay, and that's a, an Adidas Dudley Doom. Oh, Dudley, Dudley. Okay, maybe that's what I don't know. Well, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's crazy. I, mean, I, I like the setup. I mean, not to. I don't want to knock on Dudley. I mean, it was a cool concept. It was a cool concept. I like the idea. It was bat provided, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Idea. I love that concept. Gives guys a chance to swing something I mean, different. <laughs> I've played in one before. It was De Marini, and they brought out the shit bats. And you know, everybody has to use the same thing. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, those things are trashed. And it's just, yeah. I'm a bad enough hitter as it is. <laughs> I'm going to use someone else's bat. Well, at least you got an excuse. That's why I like it. I'm like, this thing's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like fat. You're out in Minnesota. I was out in Minnesota in that tournament. I was like, I Hit it up, and you can see the uh, you know the humidity just bringing the ball back. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the wrong. You're side. like humidity <laughs> bats. Jesus, yeah, I'm a 900 hitter, dude. Yeah, call around. Why, why am I not throwing this bat and this yeah. humidity? This bat. <laughs> you know, I'll say though, at the end of the day, the teams that are generally at the top are still at the top. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. teams that just hit. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you, you exactly. put a broomstick in their hand; they're just yeah. going to come out. Yeah, and their whole team's going to hit eight hundred, and they're going to smash. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Eight. Honestly, it's probably the teams that just say it's a bat. Like, forget about it. You still got to yeah. you still got to hit square. Stop complaining about that. Yeah, yeah. stop hitting it at people. Yeah. You know where they're standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to. And, so, and, so talking about the teams. 
Go ahead, TJ. And, and you brought up the pro and ball, which this weekend is the first weekend in Colorado until Labor Day, if I'm right. If I am I right, right that? that you can you can use pro ams all the way through Labor Day. I, I think I think it's the only thing we can use, right? Okay. Uh, you can use you can use the classic. Oh, okay, but okay, so pro ams. Uh, I've only played in one tournament pro ams before. I can't remember. I mean, you out of all of us, you played the most with them. Mm -hmm. What's your opinion on them? I think they're fair. I think they handle the weather better. They're more consistent. Yeah, yeah. I know that when you leave them out in the like the old, um, uh, what the, the, the what the pro am replaced the classic the classic. Yeah, yeah. When you left those out in the heat, like you knew, yeah. you knew, like you'd see that bucket sitting back there <laughs> by the backstop. <laughs> It pull up them and you're like, here we go. Yep. Grabbing yeah, I know, I know. But I do, I feel like the pro ems are better at like standing up to like warm, hot days. You can leave them out in the sun. And they, they I'll tell you, we uh, we were using the DeMarini, right? We were using the, uh, we were using the Dudley's uh, Classic Plus all year until the, the Dudley tournament. <laughs> and I wasn't a big fan of the Dudley balls. I didn't think that they were we, – I felt like they weren't performing like everyone had kept saying. So I told Jason, I said, I'm going to order some worth. I'm going to order the classic plus worth, worth. And I'll tell you, I think everyone liked those. Better. Yeah. Yeah. The worth, the, the, I think they're the gold dots. Uh, hot dots. Hot dots. Hot yeah. Dots. They uh, definitely, to me, they outperformed. Are they the same cover, like the leather, or are mm -hmm. they different? One synthetic? Yeah. Or, yeah. Was it so, a composite or was it synthetic? Uh, it was a synthetic. Synthetic. But this last weekend, we played in a tournament where we were able to use a 44-375 core ball, which happens to be a pro man. So we were able to swing them this weekend, and I can tell you they perform. Yeah, they do pretty well. well we they did. Really they well. did, they they did pretty well. well. The pro am challenge last year. Yeah, and like it was like the, towards the end of the, yeah. the year. That was the one um, tournament I played. Yeah, and it was actually kind of cold that day, and I can tell you those balls were flying. Yeah, like there was guys that were hitting the ball 400 feet, and you know they're just not that kind of hitters. Right. I said uh, I want to take a quick break because I, I feel like this session is going to get uh, some opinions and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of comments. Um, here's what here's what I have to tell everyone that's listening. If you have comments about this, I'll, we're, we're all in. Share them. Let's hear it. All right. Yep. I don't care. Sure. Don't go to the damn message board. Message me personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Post on the page. It don't matter to me. So. Um, if you have opinions on it, you have some ideas or some information, I, I, I think it's a good idea. We talk about it a lot. So the biggest uh, buzz, the buzz terms that we've been talking about, um, and I hear it at every level. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of players, is midseason bumps. Uh, <laughs> last year was a, was a crazy year uh, with the COVID stuff, no tournaments, very few tournaments, uh, players that couldn't play, players that, that needed – tested before they played things like that. So Kyle did tell me he didn't do any midseason bumps and he didn't do any bumps at the end of the year last year. The only bumps that happened were nationally, no local bumps at huh. all in any level. Um, he didn't feel like it was right because of the year. However, in my opinion, we're back to normal. I see fans there. I see the same players every week. Uh, I see, I see the players playing on teams. I see, 
different players playing on some teams sometimes. Um, but midseason bumps, um, I have a pretty strong opinion on it, but but I'd, I guess I'd like to, to hear what your guys' thoughts are. I mean, D is the big topic. I mean, you've got pushing 50 registered D teams in, in the state. So, I mean, it's getting to the point that tournaments are filling up within, you know, half an hour of it being posted. It's it's getting to the point that you, you're going to have to push guys somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it seems like there's always the same handful of teams that are, that are in the top of, you know, every bracket. You got Ambush, So Dirty, Morningwood. You know, these guys are constantly putting up 20, 25, Tribe won one not too long ago. Um, so, I mean. Well, let me ask you, what, do you think Do you think you guys are better off with a large number and, and, and playing in these big-ass tournaments mm-hmm. and maybe they're lasting two days? Or, or, or I don't know how that's working because maybe there's a limit on the amount of teams that can, can take. Because yeah. to me, my thought is – that's how we're going to get a, a D world champion sure. nationally, right? Yeah. Or guys that are battle tested, man. They, they go into a tournament and they ran through a 45, 50 team. But is that even possible? Can, can Kyle even like logistically make it happen with fields, lights, fucking umpires, like all this stuff? I don't even know the beginning of it, but like, is it possible? Cause to me, it's like, that's pretty badass. Like yeah. I can tell you when I was growing up in Florida playing ball, and and I went. I was going to a tournament. And like, hey, there's 48 teams here, dude. My, I'm I'm amped. Like, sure. I am pumped for something like that. Versus going, ah, it's the same 10 douchebags I've been yeah. seeing. So over and over. When we were talking this last week, we got a chance to enter a different tournament last weekend. We didn't play U trip. Um, we went into another different tournament. One of the reasons we did that is to go get some some different teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The 20 teams like. 13 or 14 of them we had never heard of. It was That's just awesome. Together team. So right. it was, That's you know, great. those guys just were out there to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about the bumps then. So say, and that's, oh man, I just keep it's thinking like, because me, you know, I feel like I've got this connection with Colorado softball now. I want to see a Colorado team make like win a world, like a legitimate U trip world or, or something like that. How do you how do you get that? Because yeah. if you take the so dirties, right, or the right ambush and tribe, and who, who's the other? Sorry, I'm, I'm not morning really with Mayor Morningwood. And and all of a sudden you mid season bump them to see mm-hmm. that could have been a team that could have won yeah. or made a freaking badass run at Worlds. Yeah. What do you what do you want? Is our is a, is is a community? Do you want that? Do you want us to send it? Because I promise you, in in Florida. Their D teams mm. aren't D teams. No, no. they probably should have got mid-season bumped, and that's who you're going to be playing down there. So, like, what can we do? Is it something? I don't even know how that, how that works. So We'd have to talk to Kyle. It'd be a question for Kyle. Is yeah, it's a local bump, but and can they, they might make them have to play C yeah. for the rest of the year? Let but when they go to Worlds, ranked. they can go play D. Yes, and, and I would assume I that's. I would assume that's how this works. That's extra points. So what I was talking to, um, so we we had a team get bumped from C to D, down to D, Uh um, and they that same week went and won the D D bracket. Yeah, NIT. Yeah, NIT. So I I asked Kyle. I said, Hey, let me ask you this, and and I asked him if I can share this information. So he's cool with it. But you know what happens? 
they knock off two tournaments in a row. One's an NIT and one's a money tournament. Now what? You just bumped them down to D and they took over D. Was are they truly a D team or should they have been stayed up in C and try to compete? And his idea was, no, I get it. If if they continue to win and win and win like that, then locally I'll bump them to C. Sure, make them play up. And I think yeah. that's probably the right the right. Yeah, but when it comes time to go to Worlds, I feel like. If I'm director of a state, yeah, I'm sending them to D Worlds. I know it sounds shitty to say, but oh, we we have everybody the, else like doing the it. non U trip, the other the other sanctions. Yeah, um, I know. Last year, I was talking to one of the directors of the other one of the other sanctions, and um, and he wanted the team I played on to go register E and send us to Vegas, and we're not an E team. Mm-hmm. And so, but in their sanction, we could register new into E, and that's because you want to get Colorado represented. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I say we weren't E; we weren't E in Colorado. Right. I don't know nationally. Yeah, but yeah, that's God. That's that's the fine line, man. Like we don't want to be known as a state that sends teams down that are, you know, two levels below where they should be playing. But I mean, come on, hmm. you, you go down there, you take a. You, it, God bless the state and the players in it, but probably if we take our best C team, which I don't know. Who I'd say right now is GWA. GWA. And you send them, and I've played GWA, and I, God, I can't remember. I think they, they beat us, and maybe we doubled it. I can't remember. Maybe they doubled it. Just, I don't know. Um, but they're a good team. They, 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 they beat us down in the Springs not too long ago. You send GWA to D-Worlds? They're going to be competitive, but they're yeah. not going to mop up. No. God bless them. I love them. They, they're ball players, but dude, those worlds are no joke, man. Yeah. Like it's so that's why I think we need to, we need to start making a name for ourselves. And I don't know what Kyle can do. And this is where I think it's probably my thoughts are a little bit more controversial. Mm. I think DJ, Mr. Challenge Cup manager. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, man. So we went out to the Challenge Cup this previous season. Or previous year. What's your roster? C, D? Yeah, we, we went as D. Okay. And the yeah, first game, anyway, the, the first game, we played a team from South Carolina. And you could tell these guys played year-round. I mean, it, it was so much faster than we were used to. And, yeah, we only lost by one. But then again, and then the very next game, we played North Florida. Now, they ended up taking second out of the whole thing, out of uh, 40 teams. And they were even faster. I mean, and you get to talking to some of these guys, like their coaches, and kind of picking their brains. And almost all of their dudes play Division One baseball, and okay. you can tell. Like these guys just snap everything off. Yep. They're hitting gaps. Everything they hit hits the top of the fence without it going over. They just mm-hmm. they like. And this is D ball for them. And I'm just like, you guys would probably come in and mop everybody and see. Yeah. And, and, and I know that's that's not going to be, uh, you know, that's probably going to piss a lot of people off that I said that. But it's just the cold hard truth, right? Okay. Yeah. We, and, and I, I don't think it's just Kyle. I think Kyle and Ho and all the directors got to get on the same page because, you know, a D team can A on U trips only allowed three C players. But you go to WSL yep. down to Soco, and I'll be honest, I I won a tournament in Soco. I won an NIT yep. just like a month ago. I had seven C players right. on my team. Why? Because but I they were bumped. Yeah. You know, they were bumped from the previous season. 
but I could because in WSL they were all D. Yep. So everybody's got to get on the same page to make make the state better and more competitive when everybody travels. What is the teams aren't exactly labeled. They're labeled by how players are labeled, correct? Is that right? Yes. Like if you got certain right. amount of, yep. on your you register in this, you register in a level, and then there are certain rules in that level of how many players in in classifications. You got play. it. Got it. So you think that changes need to be made more at that level, at the player level versus the team level? But I guess you can't change. That's a national rule. Yeah, because if yeah, you if you if you are on a D roster, you're you're at least a D player. Yeah. So even like we had we had we had went we went to Vegas Worlds two years ago or yeah three years ago not sure and um man we had four d players on our team and the reason why is because they had played on a d team in the in the previous year yeah but that wasn't their team but they got added to the roster and they would not drop them down so we had to only take two yeah i don't know what the right answer is that's that's a tough one yeah it is. It's just until that Colorado's just always going to struggle, and I think, and we talked about it before too. So, we're not so why does the mid-season bump come up? Well, I mean, you look at it. getting it, their ass whipped every turn. You look That's at what it. Is. You look at people. Yeah. At, honestly, <laughs> it's just it's just the world we live in nowadays. If you're not winning, you're you know, crying. It's it's somebody else's <laughs> fault, you know. Ambush and so dirty and Morningwood probably top three D teams right now in our state. They come in the first round, and they're usually mopping whoever they play in the first round because, right. you know, that's just how the rankings go. And then you got people complaining. Well, no offense, but if you're losing that bad, just do something about yourself. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Get your, make your team better. Right. I mean, and like you brought up earlier, you got to make the midseason changes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we talked about that. By Memorial Day weekend, if, if there's issues and you don't correct it, you're done for the year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because there's not going to be many guys just sitting around waiting for that call. Yeah. Everybody's going to get picked up, and it's yeah. And instead of waiting on that team that's been mopping everybody up to get midseason bumped, mm-hmm. instead of waiting on that, how about you make the changes, get better, pick up better players, whatever, merge a team. Who I don't yeah. know. And, and right now, uh, yeah, talk about commitments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody, and, and I don't care if you can tell me that every coach in the state doesn't try to convince someone to come over at some point in their coaching career, sure. they're fucking lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been yeah. coaching for five years. I can straight up tell you, I've done it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a there was a I saw it the other day on Facebook. It was like, hey, don't feel bad for trying to recruit somebody from another team because. Five other teams are recruiting your players. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and the, the hardest part is when you're not playing because yeah. they're like, oh, come play with us. Well, that whole tournament, they're chirping in the year. Yeah. 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 Especially true. if they end up winning the tournament. And then it's your job as a coach to make sure that guy comes back. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think I think the reason midseason bumps come up is because of the domination, right? And, that, and, it, and it's come up. If you look at the E bracket or the E, say bracket, the e teams, there has been domination by two or three teams for a couple of years. Yep. And I think if you're, if you, here, here's my opinion. And I, I realize Jason probably agrees with some of this since we both play on the same team. I think that if you're dominating a division, you need to challenge yourself and move up and, and go play some, 
go play it. I'm not talking every tournament, but I'm talking there should be tournaments where you pick out and say, hey, this tournament we're going to go play C, or this tournament we're going to go play D if you're an E team. And I think that right there has, has a lot to do with what Adam's saying is, is challenge yourself before you get challenged, before it, you get forced. Right. And, and I think there's been some teams that has done that That's in Colorado. Cool. Do you think these teams are worried, and I'm just speculating, do you think these teams are worried that, say, this E team that's dominating, they're like, you know what, let's go play some D. Let's check it out this weekend. And now they go, say they win that tournament. Now are they all of a sudden a D team for the rest of their life of that team? I don't think so. No, I I don't think so. I think you're going to get the comments made about that. But I think that you could say – Nah, we won one. But also at that same point, if you go out and win one, do you say, all right, it's time to nut up and just play D the rest of the year? Clearly we can hang. Locally. Why play lower? Locally, yeah. locally yeah. yeah. But nationally? No, absolutely. Who knows? I don't think anybody would expect that. Right. Yeah, because, be because I just don't think our our levels match up to the Texas, to the Florida, to, Florida. to the California, yeah. no. South well, Carolina. Three months out of the year, we can't play Hmm? Yeah. Three months out of the year, at least three months out of yeah. the year. Yeah. We can't play. Yeah. You might squeeze a tournament yeah. in once a month, Man. maybe. Yeah, and the worlds are in a different climate. Yep. We don't know how to play in that climate. It's hard to hit in humidity. Yeah, yeah. Humidity if you haven't been doing it. it. Like, if you're if you're winning tournaments by hitting the 301-foot home run, yep. you're probably not going to win tournaments hitting those in Florida, South Carolina. You better learn how to cut the ball real yeah. quick. Uh, exactly, exactly. And that's where I think that – I don't know. I just personally – I would like to see Colorado – doing better nationally. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I don't, it seems like a cheap way to do it. So, so okay, let's roll, let's, let me talk about that. Yeah. That on kind of my list. For the future, how do you get there? Well, I mean, I, I realize that's probably an entire yeah. month of discussion, but like in a quick view of you, you both are from outside of Colorado mm-hmm. and have played ball in outside of Colorado a lot. What do you guys feel like we could get better at? I could tell you when I lived for the eight years I lived in North Florida, I never saw one B tournament. Wow. They were all E, <laughs> D, See, and C. We had to go to North Georgia, North Alabama, Louisiana, the Karanko the, over there to play in a B tournament. Yeah. When I came, when I moved here and I was like, oh, they're having a, there's a B tournament. I'm like, dude. This ball must be for real. And there's some badass players here, dude. I do not want to dog the players of color because there are some badass players Absolutely. here. I just think that they compress it in other states. Yeah. Whereas Colorado, we expand it just a little bit. We take that one extra level, and now all of a sudden, that weakens every level from E to D to C yeah. to B. I don't I don't remember playing B. I never remembered B tournaments in in and, and we had a team. I got to do something. You guys are going to hate this. Okay. I'm going to hit the live. Dude, <laughs> see, on CBB. Let's go. Let's okay. go. So, I'm going to do my hair. Yeah, looks great, bro. So I'm hitting this live real quick because I, I want you to talk about that real quick. We don't got that many minutes on this segment. Okay. But I want you to talk about that because that was that's one of the things that I want people to hear. So I'm going to go live. Oh, yeah. So I got to repeat that? All right. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. All right. So <laughs> you got to face radio anyway. Oh, but now we're going live. So oh, everybody, uh, we're live on CBB right now. There's the 
There's the crew. What's up? <laughs> uh, we decided to do this real quick, guys. Um, man, we uh, we got into a segment that's talking about Colorado softball and how we get better. Um, and uh, it's time. I'll, I want to. I want you guys to hear this. What Adam has to say. So Adam, so the biggest thing for me that you said is, I asked you this. I said, how can we get better? As how can Colorado get better? And what can we do as a as a uh, as a state, as a sport, what yeah. what sets us apart first that, that's that's not as good, and then how do we get better? Okay, so oh man, so that's so what we originally were talking about, right? Were these midseason bumps, and my huge problem with this is, in order for Colorado to compete nationally, we've got to figure out we can't take our best D team and bump them to C, and now in September, they go play in Sea Worlds and they just nationally they don't they don't match up. Sure. Right. Yeah. So why is that? That's I think what came up on this question. So here we are. Um we talked about the ball in Florida, South Carolina, Texas, whatever it is. Incredible ball. They play year round. We realize that we're a little um handicapped up here by by the amount of months weather, we can weather. play. Yeah. You know, when we go play worlds we're playing in humidity, hot weather. We're we're used to up here. Ball flies, different. You know, it's, it's something we all got to get used to. Sure. But I think the biggest problem, and what I like I said, we just talked about was, I don't remember B tournaments, B divisions, B teams when I was in Florida. It was E, D, and C. That was it. Your best teams in Tampa. That's that's where I wanted to go live. What you said right there. Yeah. To me, I see that. I see that a lot, right? We have, we have, we try to push every level in Colorado. Uh-huh. And I get it. I understand. Because it's cool to say, hey, we got B tournaments in Colorado. Yeah. But in other states, they're like, nah, who cares? We're good. Yeah. See, see, see. Yeah. See, our best teams it when I was in North Florida, when I was in Tampa, our best teams. I played with Russell's pain body forever. We were C. Yeah, we were C and we were competitive. We didn't win every tournament down there, but we played in the C tournaments. Yeah. Same with with our with our AJs, our the team up in Florida that eventually become Kerry Higgs that we won B Worlds, but we eventually got to the point to where like we we were just C teams, man. Yeah. That was it. And that's where I think we struggle here. Like I what I was saying when I moved up here and I found out that there was a B tournament with 10 teams in it. I was like, what a, what am I getting myself into, man? I'm a C player. So yeah. So TJ, um, real quick, you when you said that the the Challenge Cup team that you had, the team that you versed, the second team, what, what was the what was the thing that separated them from you guys? Oh, man, it's North Florida is they're ridiculous. They just they, like I said earlier, they would walk into C and run everybody here. And that's not a not a dig at the C teams sure. here or the players or the players. No. We have great talent here in Colorado, mm-hmm. but they're so much faster. And then you get to talking to their coaches. They all play Division One baseball, and yeah. and yeah. you can tell like they're just ridiculous athletes. There's, but, there's no way around it. But let's say that team is here in Colorado. All right. So real quick, that's it for the live. Everybody okay. Later. Let's, we're, you guys got to listen to the Lady podcast because we're going to go into some, some good information. So. <laughs>
You guys get how my hair look? On Thanks, there, by the way. Okay, so we're still we're still <laughs> yeah, on. But all right. I wanted I wanted to do that for everyone that listened. I want to do that because I think that was going to be pretty good because that's a good snippet of what this podcast this session is about. Go ahead so, with your question. Yeah, about if that team. Here. Say that team that you played that played. C, right? D. They play D. Um, if they were here, what division would they be in? It's hard, would they, it's hard because here would in they be? They could be a home bridge. Uh, one, at least, at least two out of five, three out of five. Maybe, maybe they win more because yeah. they're athletes. Like the problem here in Colorado is we're not. C, you know, there's C teams and there's B teams, but most of our tournaments are open. Yeah. So, so it's really hard here. And I know Kyle's goal is it to be a C division and a B division. And it, it's hard to say. I know they come in here and they would work a lot of C teams. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, like I keep it's nothing on the teams here. It's just, and, and it's what we're considering the level. Exactly. Yeah. Is all it comes down and, to. And another thing that puts us behind is the states that surround us. You know, and they're in the sure. exact same situation. You know, Kansas, they're a U trip. Yeah. So you travel next door, and it's the same thing. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. the exact same situation. You're facing the same talent level because they don't play three months out of the year. Right. You look at Florida and South Carolina; they play year round. When it's not, and just they go, they go state to state. state. They go down, down to Florida. They go up to Georgia. They go, yeah, play each other. Every state around them is still playing year round. Mm-hmm. They're just, and they're just at an advantage, and, and it's just geography. Yeah. Well, what do you do? I do. I have said it, and. I don't want like I, I love my homebridge guys. I love us to death. I love every guy on that team. I, Kevin's been amazing. B Worlds is gonna be rough for our team, and I think every single one of them would agree to that. I I I, I, I mean, obviously, we want we want to have this bravado about us so we can go down there and, and compete in B Worlds. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just go down there and compete though. We want to go down there and win a Worlds. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I would like our chances and see much better. Same with as we're talking about some of these other smoke, yeah. stars, you know, all these upper teams here. We all go play Sea Worlds. Well, I, I think stars could win Sea Worlds. I think they run through. Stars could win B Worlds pretty easily right now. They're an incredible freaking ball club and hitting shit out of it playing great defense mm-hmm. jerry's put a whole new sure you, he's you know, he's at you know i watched him i watched him play this past weekend on U trip live and he almost brings like a swagger because yeah. they, you know they're a bunch of young guys yeah. they really do have a bunch of young guys you and then you got jerry who just kind of brings this swagger yeah. it's just and it helps and on the pictures now. You look yeah. at his Facebook. Yeah, you look at his Facebook page, and it says, "You know, here comes the next beatdown." Yeah. He puts the team like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, "That's awesome!" awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is slow pitch softball. This is what we do on our free time yeah. when we're not working. And I just love it. You know, I know some guys are like, "Well, that's cocky and arrogant." I don't give a shit. I love it. No, he he knows his guys can win. He has faith in what he can do. He has faith in what his his guys can do. Will's put together a badass team, and I, I think that we should be applauding them right now. I, it's they're they're an incredible softball team, and they're representing us nationally. They they're doing a great job. Yeah, they, they're getting. Yeah, they're getting. Now, I want to get back to the what you yeah. said about worlds. You know, do you think it? You know, it's this question for you. And do you think it would benefit every team to go to worlds and play the division below? Well, uh, yeah, no question about it. 
No question about it. I mean, is it the right thing to do? Is it morally the correct thing to do? Because we don't want to be that state. But I do think that we, I mean, if we look back the last 10 years and say, all right, how are Colorado teams done? Three and two at the best, four and two. Have some gone five and two? I know Stars a couple years ago went. They took second a few years. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had lost some light pitching. That's a game right. changer. Oh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I took 13 two years ago in D. <laughs> there you go. I was one way to win. And I'll be honest, the national director came up to us before our, our, game, our final game that we lost, and we lost to the number one team in California. Mm-hmm. And he told us, he goes, just so you guys know, if you guys win this game, you guys are not going to finish below eighth. Wow. And the top eight teams that come out of this tournament are getting the national bump. Mm-hmm. And, and Jay was the director at the time. You threw the and, game. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we were so beat tired. Jay was the director at the time. He calls me and goes, hey, just got the phone call. Dude, you guys are one win away from getting national bump to C next year. And I didn't tell any of my guys. Yeah. But that's where you want to be bumped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we gave everything yeah. we had. Yeah, we that's had a, that's a, five ga- we that's had a bump. We had played five games that day, and we were just cashed. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, you you take that bump versus winning a twelve team tournament yeah. in Loveland, yeah. And they're like, hey, you know what, man, you've won a couple of these. We're gonna we're gonna bump. Yeah, like, and then you got to rebuild, and it takes you four yeah. more years to compete. Exactly. Because yeah. some because yeah. some guys are gonna say, no, I rather next year. They're not really rather win some tournaments. Yeah, so I'm gonna go back to a D team. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lose some guys. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, it's an interesting stuff. So talk about teams. Um, I think that was a heck of a heck of a session, but we'll talk. I, I want to take a quick break, um, uh, refill, uh, and then I want to talk real quick about um, actual teams, right? So, TJ, yeah. you got into successful teams. Uh, we've been on some successful teams. Adam, of, of course, you've been on a lot of successful teams. Um, I want to talk about how those teams are made up. <laughs> I want to talk about how those teams function as a team. Mm-hmm duties, delegation, duties, yeah. things like that. And I want to talk about how you grow a team. So stay yeah. tuned, stay tuned, everyone. Um, if you guys are are still interested, <laughs> you'll be more interested in this next session. So thanks, right. guys. All we'll right. be right back. Go, go. All right. Well, we're back. Uh, took a little break, uh, refilled. And uh, hopefully you guys saw some of that live feed on on the first first session there. That was kind of fun. Adam was talking about you were talking. It was gold. I had to get that captured. So uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Adam was talking about some some of his opinions, and I, I couldn't let my phone just sit there in the dark. <laughs> and then it gets lonely. It's sitting here. And right. You guys, you guys go live. You guys saw my uh, every Sunday. Do you guys hate that? By the way, I know I'm getting off track. Where it says how many hours you're fo- you've been on your screen time. Uh, I turn I turned that oh, off. Man. Yeah, I just showed that like the know. other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. I don't know. I don't <laughs> need that negativity in my life. <laughs> See, I wouldn't even be able to judge mine because like I go to sleep with headphones in, so mine would just have such a skewed number. Yeah. that it would be like, oh, awesome. your phone's been on for 97 hours straight. What the fuck are you doing? With <laughs> well, this like, guy has a real estate agent. What do you think his phone is? Yeah, am glued to my phone. Oh, both of them, not just right. like two. Yeah, and then I got two phones. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I could barely handle one. Yeah, yeah. there's. 
it's a problem. <laughs> and we, I try to like, it's like on Sundays I look at both phones and we're getting really off track. Yeah. But <laughs> you look at, look at both phones and I'm like, which one wins this week? Whoa, that was weird. How did that yeah. one win? You know, <laughs> it's so great. People are complaining about getting the chips with the shot. It's like, dude, they're they know exactly what you're doing yeah. thinking saying like there's nothing that chip's gonna give you well, well, like, going. you, you look up something to buy like you know like fanatics or something and you get yeah. on facebook and it says hey you yeah. yeah. in the fanatics yeah. i'm yeah. like oh come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's we we're all just i mean there's no question about it by us being on our phones there's <laughs> there's nothing we can do then everybody knows what's happening so anyways yeah uh Hey, we're on the CBB podcast. Did you guys know that? Sweet, man. Yeah, nice. uh, yeah, so one thing that um, that has been brought up in the past that um, I think I think we talk about a lot um, internally on our team, and we talk about that on, on other teams, you know, what, what they have. What do, you, what do you guys feel like roster-wise, tournament roster-wise, uh, what do you guys feel like a good number of, of players on the team carries, and, and why, and then when when does that change? I mean, does it change per levels? Does it change per tournament? Does it change per time of the year? What do you think? I mean, you, just being at a tournament, you can see that a lot of different perspectives on things because you see that team that always has 10, and that's all they ever have is 10, and everybody plays every in every play of every inning, and, you know, four games later, everybody's dead. And then you've got teams that, you know, bring 18 to a D tournament, and you've got, you know, an entire family sitting in the dugout ready to pass out drinks and towels to everybody. Mm -hmm. So there's tons of different, uh, you know, mindsets on this. I mean, I know us, when we started rebellion, my, my mindset was 15 on roster, 12 to 13 at each turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We did. We did talk about that a lot, you know? Yeah. And it depends too. Are you playing locally? Are you traveling? Exactly. What are you doing? Cause if you can't, you can't travel. I don't think you can travel with, and by and in less than 13, I think, no. it, I think 14, 15 is probably a good number of travel. Definitely. So, but I think it also depends on the type of players you have. Cause if you're going to carry 15, you need three or four guys who are more players okay. yep. and that's impossible yeah. to find. I mean, dude, and I'm not dogging those guys cause yeah. I wouldn't want to be that guy. No, I don't want to go to Florida yeah, and sit the entire Yeah, game. exactly. And it's not that I feel like I'm, I'm not, that I'm like getting like it's a disrespect thing. Like yeah. it's not gonna do it, man. I got other things I'm gonna right, do. Right, I'd be ready to be doing something else. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard, dude. Those guys are worth their weight in gold to find those people, but it's, it's hard to find. But yeah, thirteen on the roster, or I'm sorry, fifteen on the roster. Thirteen is per tournament's probably pretty good, I think. Do coaches play? Like that's another yeah, question. That's a big one. Yeah, can if a coach is on the roster, but he can come in and take an at bat. Play a position every once in a while. I like that, um, but I think it's definitely per level. I mean, look at these major teams, dude. What do they carry? Yeah, twenty a tournament. Team, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, so they got eight, nine guys on that roster that might not get a swing. Oh yeah, that's tough. Could you do that? What if Prodigy called you right now and said, "We're gonna put you on a roster, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna play." You're gonna get two swings. 
Are you in? It, it depends. Let me tell you TJ says just pin I got up. my pen in my hand. TJ says, Respondo, make the goddamn what? call. <laughs> <laughs> what comes with me? Hand out some waters? <laughs> am, am I buying my flight to go sit there and no. watch you guys play? No, you're going to pay for it. So you're going to pay for it all. I mean, you're going? 100%. I will mix the Gatorade to your specific life. Yeah. You, you, hey, you, like, you, like, you, you, know, you like blue? You like yellow? I'll yeah. remember that. Shell right there. I'll have five gallon jugs for each color. I don't give a damn. I'll make a but it's a difference yeah. between us, though, and like you. Is you've been there, done that, you've seen it all. Like us, like me personally, I would go just to watch. But you wouldn't miss playing. Sure, sometimes. Yeah, dude. But, like, I mean, let's think about when you started playing softball. When they're like, when someone's like, "Hey, you play baseball?" And you're like, "Yeah, man, I play baseball." Hey, you want to play softball? You're like, "No, what the no, hell? Yeah. no, no, fucking, I shit. don't." Right? You're like, no, I don't. Thank you, though. I used to make fun of my dope. dad. Right? Yeah. yeah. But then all of a sudden you go out there and you start playing and you're like, dude, this is Hey, fun. why did I start like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's <laughs> fun. It's because it's, baseball, like, dude, I play baseball. I play a lot of pretty good levels of baseball. Bro, it's softball. Like, now you go back. If someone were to ask me to go play in a baseball league on Sunday, I, I would be bored out of my mind. Be like, forget about it. Yeah. Softball is exciting. Balls are put into play. Like, you're diving. You're slight, You're running bases. Way more than you ever would in baseball. So, okay. So, now now you're into softball because we're getting a little off track. Now you're into softball and you're playing. You're like, dude, this is fun for Pete. I'm just, you know, like, making plays and I'm getting big hits from my team or whatever it is and getting fired up. But now all of a sudden you're on a team, but that's not happening. Yeah. You're, you'd probably miss that, man. <laughs> DJ signing the contract. <laughs> He's in. I don't know, man. And I don't know if it has something. But to don't, do but it, don't but take it. Don't take it to a conference level. Take it to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If Homebridge asked me right now to come sit on their bench, I would say yes. Seriously. Just for the experience. Yeah. Because even if I don't play, I could. Potentially Learn. still drop to C and then still be able to compete. Okay. That's respectable, dude. Like, that's that's badass. And maybe it's because I'm older, there's, I wouldn't do it now. But yeah. maybe if I was, you know. Yeah, I'm 26. 20, so I've still yeah, late time. 20s, early 30s. There's there's a right. lot that so. happens in ball at that level that in D you don't see. Yeah. Like, even just watching, you might not see the things that are happening. You you know, the way the five-man plays in B is going to be totally different than the right. five-man in D. The, your five-man in D might not even know what the hell he's doing. Right. Yeah. See, Makes and, sense. And I might do that only because right now I am willing to sit for my D team. Yeah. If, yep. I, if it's going to help me win, right. uh, my, yeah. my ass is going on the bench. Yeah. Because I know my best attribute right now is coaching the team. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if they need me to come in. And hit to help us win, absolutely. But if I'm not helping the team win by being on the field, yeah. I'll sit my uh, ass. Can we set up a poll on your page? Sure. I'd like to know. I'd like to know, like how many. I do a poll all the time. People <laughs> would take would <laughs> go days. to an upper level. Be more specific. Okay. How how high? <sighs> if you said Homebridge, but see, if you said Homebridge, no. you know, some guys might say no. But if you said like Resmondo. I mean, most of everybody's going to be like, if, if yeah, it was one level, up. no. Yeah. If it's two or more, I would say yes. Okay, so let's say that. If you were asked to play by a team two levels above the level you're currently playing, but you're not going to get playing time, you might get one swing yeah. a weekend, would would you do it? I'm curious about that, man. That's, that's a tough one. 
Because I mean, you were you you like to compete. Yeah. You, we wouldn't be playing this game if we didn't want to get out and compete. Absolutely. It's in right, so play. would you do it? So if you're asked to play for a team two levels above your team, uh huh. Sorry, two levels above the team you're currently playing on. With a very limited playing time role, right? I'd say sitting completely. Okay. With a possibility? With a possibility. Yeah, I'd say a bench role with a possibility. Seventeenth on the roster. Right. Would you, would you do it? And and I guess I know why every, everyone would do it because of what you guys said yeah. to learn how they play at that level, to see the, the, you know, the mental, the approach, like how they get ready for a game, what they do prior to the game, what, what they do the night before, you know, cause I think what you're going to find, what it is, it becomes more of a professional, the higher you go, it becomes more of a, like, you're Absolutely. not, you're not If you're playing on Resmondo, I mean, unless you're probably one of the top five names in the game, you were in your hotel room at nine o'clock that night, yeah. pounding water, and, and yeah, and getting ready. You're not. They, I don't know. When I go out of town, I want to go out to have a steak dinner and drink a couple, yeah, my, you know, Moscow mules or something like that. For sure. So I'm posting yeah. this right now. You're, not, you're in. You want to go see Lily? <laughs> <laughs> That was just a kayaking mistake, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, because everybody has a okay, mistake. Okay, cool, cool. Everybody has a mistake of going kayaking at night with Tommy Melton going to see Lily. Yeah, that dude's he's persuasive. <laughs> so what do you think, Adam? I mean, yeah. what, do you, what do you think numbers of number of players? I mean, how, how I, many players do you see? Yeah, no, I like, I like going to a tournament with no less than 13, personally. And then, I mean, there's a lot of times. If you, if you talk only two – if you go 0-2, there may be a couple guys that never got on the field, and that sucks for them. It's a bummer, and you got to fix that. But um, but if you're going to win two or three games, you're playing five, six games, um, those two, three players who aren't the starters are going to get their time in there. They're going to get their at-bats. They're going to get their, their – so I, I like that. I'd rather have more, but I also don't coach, and I don't have to tell that guy. Yeah or girl that, Hey, sorry, I didn't get you in this game. Everybody was playing well because yeah. I didn't see the opportunity. That's a tough decision to make. I, I feel sorry for the coaches who have to make those decisions because it's not personal. You're not bringing the oh, guy sure. on to piss him off or no. the girl on to piss him off, piss her off. Like it's just a tough man. Something, it's, something else that just came to mind too, to factor in is, are you playing on a sponsor team or do you pay to play every weekend? Yeah. Cause if I pay $35 and I don't see the field, you're never going to hear from me again. Yeah. Like, you're dead to me. Right. Like, yeah. So I, yeah. I think and that's I a big one, too. And there's yeah. a lot of non-sponsored teams. There's a ton of teams that pay to play every weekend. Yeah. And at 350 500 bucks a tournament, it, it adds up quick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And you're going out there and you're taking time away from your job, your family, family another hobby. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, what did I just do? Man? Yeah. I was out here for that? 10 hours. Yeah. And, you know, I was kind of upset. Like, yeah. You don't want to be upset on your Saturday when you've already just had a shitty work week. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to go out on Saturday and be like, dude, that was badass. Now I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go back to work on Monday. Because let's be honest, that's what this is all about, man. It's yeah. like Gotta it's not – we take this game so serious with with sponsorships, uniforms, yeah. paying, and, so and much money taking BP. It's a hobby. Yeah. Dude. 
Yep. It's to re it's so that we can be a better human, a better husband, wife, brother, son, worker mm -hmm. on Monday. Right. Right. Yep. Because, because I know that I took two, three years off. And I mean, I remember my wife saying, you're not the same person when you're not playing ball. Like, yeah. so we got to think of it escape. like that, man. This is an escape. It's a hobby. Yep. We, we take it to this level. We make it bigger than it probably should be. I mean, right now, yes, I'll sign on the dotted lines when we're getting that. Yeah. Wow. Told you. Yeah. I think I think people I think people you. want the experience. Okay. It's respectable, man. I love that. That's that's respectable. We'll let it keep going. And I can tell you, like, there's a name I'd like to bring up because, um, and not to get off track, Dylan got the call. Um, yeah. yeah. Got yeah. the call to go and and I had the opportunity to play um in the um the draft with Dylan. And he man, that kid was in. huh? He has put so much work did in. and it's he asks the questions and yeah. he learns the game and he wants to be a better player. And yeah. I think he, he does fun. it yeah, he does so it the right fun. way. So congrats to him for one for getting that Agreed. that opportunity. I'm not sure what they've talked to him. I'm, is he going to be playing is he right. taking kind of a backup yeah. role who knows i hope he gets his opportunity i hope he kills it because i can tell you that he is he talked to me quite a bit about where to play the game he pitched i was playing five man we, we spoke a lot about which way he falls off the mound mm -hmm. which way because i see a lot of pitchers um young pitchers falling off the mound the direction the ball is going yep. and that's the worst possible thing you can do let your five man fall that way. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it lost and taught me a lot um, by the hard way yelling at me like, dude, I'm going that way, bro. Why are you there? Like, yeah. and, and I've learned a lot from him and a couple other great pitchers um, down in Florida. But Dylan, when, when I played with him in the draft, Dude, he was turning around. He's like, "All right, man. In this situation, what do we need to do?" So that congrats That's to him. Right. For there's some, there's some, there's some quite a few Colorado guys involved in that team. Dude, Benny, Benny, Benny love me some Benny. Yeah, man. Sad to lose him, but bro, he's going to Sano. kill it. He's gonna kill it up there, dude. He's a gamer. He wants to win, and I just, I love that man. He's a I love that. Yeah, I see a lot. I know he's. Uh, it, it, I see a lot of that grit, like that that Tommy Melton type of grit in him, like win at all costs. For sure. Like yeah. Talk about Tommy. He's, yeah. he's at the highest level and he's killing. I watched, him, him, yeah. I watched him this past weekend. He is still just. Yeah. You've made it when you got your own bat. Yeah. yeah. Dude. It's a different level. I like it. I know this is on the schedule and it's probably making Jimmy itchy. And I apologize, <laughs> but let's talk about, I want to talk about, and dude, Tommy's a phenomenal player. He, in the, championship game in vegas i think he struggled his first two at bats and i remember in my head i was watching him in my head because of the person i am i'm a shit show i'm not getting to hit the rest of the game yep because i made a couple like i think he all mental he that. hit a line drive and shortstop that i think he missed a little bit i don't know if you remember that he hit a ground ball and then a line drive shortstop that he missed the shortstop made a pretty good play on but i think he'll tell you that he probably didn't hit it the way he wanted to hit it what makes Tommy the player he is that none of us are, including myself, is 
he came off his next at bat with a plan and he had a big hit. He had a, had a big, and I remember thinking to myself, if I had those two swings, I mentally, I'm shut down. I'm not getting a hit that yep. rest of the game. I'm probably telling my coach, hey, like if this game's going to get big, going to get, yeah, you probably need to get somebody else in there because I've mentally checked out of this game. There's sometimes it could be a whole tournament like that. If you yeah. start the day off 0 and totally. 8, you're going to be 2 and 12 for the rest of the day. Totally. So it's the makeup of that type of player, that personality that, yep. that Tommy has and those guys at that level. That they get up there that third at bat after they made two swings that they didn't love. And guess what? They think they're the guy that needs to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. And he made a great swing and and got right back on track. And I was so happy for him. And dude, he's killing it, bro. We gotta yeah. get that guy out here. Yeah. 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 He wants, yeah. He wants, that's, that's gotta be yeah. a goal. He's such a dude, he is such oh. a positive. And it, having played with him as much as I have, I can tell you. And no disrespect to the other guys I played with. He's probably one of the funnest guys to play ball with, man. He is a, in the dugout. He's positive. He picks you up. He's the first guy. If you make a mistake, he's the first guy there. Like, dude, it's over. Forget about it. Let's move on. Like, just a fun dude to have around on and off the field. And 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 it's it's great to see him. So I can tell you this. To me, those players go way further. Oh, for I, sure. I don't it, – it trumps talent. Yeah. You can be the best player in the world. You got a dog shit attitude. Yeah. I don't want you anywhere near my team. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, the challenge that was the first time I got to, to meet him because mm-hmm. I with you. And, and this, he's a guy that has every right to have an ego. I mean, yeah. He's playing this game at the highest level, has his own belt, or belt, bat. <laughs> but he's not. He's super humble and yeah. one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Dude, great dude. Phenomenal player. Great personality on and off the field. So, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean no, to go on that no, tangent. Cool. But, no, I think that there's – I think it's cool to see these young guys moving up. And and I think it's – this is all stems from that. Yeah. Going up, yeah, willing we, to we, learn. We're talking about future of, of the sport. That's – they're in the future, right? Yep. Absolutely, man. That's badass. You, you grow – you can grow the sport here by having guys and having teams like that. Yep. Because there's going to be other guys and other team, other people that want to say, "Hey, I want to be part of that." Yeah, and it, it's booming. The sport's growing like crazy. Yeah, I mean, baseball in 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 the nation is growing. Mm-hmm. Softball in the nation is growing. Um, you know, last year everyone was worried. Well, yeah, COVID I mean, shut everything down. Yeah, and it wasn't growing, but it's booming now. People are out and about, want to go. It's wild, man. Yeah. It's it's wild. So, yeah. Sorry, got off on a little bit. Of a <laughs> what time? Uh, what do you guys think? Here? Like. The teams you guys have been part of, delegation of duties. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the re- I, this is my topic because of this last weekend. I, I know I usually have Jason. I got I that text some, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't delegate at all. Okay. You know, and I just felt like it was a it wasn't a U trip tournament. Let's just go have fun. Mm-hmm. I completely lost myself and lost you know. And I I saw this not in just me but in other teams and other managers. So. What do you got? How do you guys see the the, the teams um, that are successful delegate duties? H- how does that work? Is it organically or is it? Wow. Yeah, I've, I've been on both sides, and I think you can. There's a lot of different ways it can get ran. Go ahead, Jason. You had something? Um, I mean, I just it kind of depends on the character of the guys you have on the team. Like if if I've got twelve guys on my team with me that day, and you know I've got my bat bag that weighs fucking a hundred pounds because I am a team mom essentially yeah and and we've got a wagon and a cooler and 
you have orange slices? Ten, if so, yeah, bananas, <laughs> orange slices, you name it, Gatorades. And I've got all this stuff, and you know, I'm barely moving through the parking lot, and nobody asks to take something. There's, there's an issue. Yeah, we've done something wrong because that's not how it should be. Right. You yeah. want the guys need to step up. People are getting like, a hey, little. Complacent. I've got my one bat backpack with a one bat in it. I think I can handle the wagon with the right. cooler in it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think that you're right. Like you need. However many guys there's going to be, if there's 11 or 18, they all need to kind of have that same mentality. Like you can't have the dudes who show up to BP early. Um, you know, if you've got that nine o'clock game and everybody's hitting at seven, yeah. but then you have the one guy who's, you call it seven forty-five, and he's still 30 minutes from the park. I think that naturally kind of puts um, a little bit of like pressure on the team people are, yeah you know they're kind of Is talking he gonna about things, I'm tired yeah. of doing this right you know that's the last thing you need so you got to have a if, if everybody's just whatever man show up play if we do great whatever it's, and everybody's the same way there's nothing wrong with that yeah there's enough because it again it's a hobby and we're out here just to have fun yeah. but but if you've got 10 guys who are like no man like we're getting here we're going to be wearing the right uniform right we're going to be we're, we're going to be hitting BP, we're going to be warming up, then that's what, that's what you need. You need the whole, you need, if you got 10 guys doing it and you have 13 on the team and three aren't, that's going to hurt. Yep. So I think that's, but delegation's tough, man. Like I've been where a coach does everything. They, they send out, you know, Hey, this is what uniform, this is what time, here's the pin of where we're going to, where we're going to hit BP. Yeah. Um, and, but then I've also been on a team um, where they had kind of a, a coach that put the roster together, that put the lineup together, and they had one guy who was kind of like, all right, this is where we're hitting. Yeah. This is where we're going to meet. Hey, everybody, uh, we, we won our 9 o'clock game. Sure. We played 11. Be back here at 10, 15. Right? That's tough, man. Like, I wouldn't want to be a part of that. I've tried, and I just don't like it. I don't like it. Like, I just – you tell me where to be and what uniform to wear, and that's – yeah, that's that's kind of the role. I'm more of a, a leader. I think once the game starts mm-hmm. on my team, versus like, hey, this is where we're gonna be. But so. but don't 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 take your words of show up and play lightly, right? If somebody has a cooler or something, yeah, bags, you're gonna grab one. Totally, dude. Yeah, you're gonna. I, I got you. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. If I see Basinger lugging softballs and yeah, yeah whatever. The, everything it takes to, to run a team, dude. Yeah, absolutely, sure. you are. And and I think that if if that's not happening, then something needs to be said. Because with, some, uh, with me, yeah, I've been coaching for five years now. I've every year I've always had two or three guys that I don't know if they necessarily help me like coach and make decisions because in the end. I make that final decision. That way it's not on somebody else's shoulders and I'll take full responsibility. But I've got two or three guys that we will all just bounce ideas off. Sure. And, and, and tournament week, it's nonstop. You know, like today I talked to two of the guys on a conference call on my way to a job site, mm-hmm. just talking about Saturday, what we're you know, plans and you know, how we're going to roll and all that. So yeah. I don't think one guy can do it by himself. No. You no. drive yourself crazy. Not to, I've done it before, and I've driven my wife crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because your wives are just as important. Yep. And girlfriends and kids. Oh, yeah. Team moms and, that come and, to Saturdays yeah. and, you know, they show up and it's you doing everything and they get none, none of your, you know, they get none of your attention. Right. They see you going crazy and they don't want to be there. They're not having fun. They're chasing around the brats all day in the heat. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it takes its toll. Players who don't recognize that are the epitome of entitled. Yeah. Like, dude, yep. it. <laughs> Like you're not that special, man. Like nope. grab this dozen softballs, yeah. pick up like, Hey, we hit BP and you just leave to go get your Marlboros and, and monster. <laughs> like while we're yep. still picking up balls or putting the net away, like, man, dude, that's just entitled. Like that's just a, sh you're just a bad person. If you see somebody on your team with stuff and you got a hand, boy, like, uh, that's, I'd have a problem with that big time personally and as a player non like i'm an on the field leader but off the field i'm not yeah if i see that i'm saying something yeah guaranteed. guaranteed and i think and i think the on the field leaders when they come off the field and now they have to say something that should show the the, the vocal leaders yeah okay. for sure yeah and it shouldn't have to be the manager or the coach or the sponsor that says anything they shouldn't have to say anything yeah. one of these kind of the, you know, the leaders, the, the, the captain or like, you know, who, whoever just kind of falls in that role needs to say something. Big time. Yeah. That's, that's not good. up to the coaches. No, that's good. That's, that's really why I wanted to bring it up because it's been a topic of the discussion. Yeah. You know, so. And no one's above it. Sure, sure. I don't care who you are, dude. Nope. I don't care. Well, we're definitely uh, winding down. Okay. I mean, we're, we're, we're on the home stretch here. So yeah. Um, Couple things we want to cover before we get get done. Um, I want to give a shout out to the infamous ladies, dude. Hell yeah! Oh, oh my god, god bro! What a major. What a major. Yeah, Colorado based, dude. Huge. That's awesome, incredible, man. Congrats yeah. to Pruitt. Yeah, Brad that Pruitt and that team is they're rolling. Not to mention the MVP and defensive MVP coming out of Colorado. So Ashley was the Ashley um, was the defensive, defensive MVP. No, Tara was defending. Yeah, she was MVP. MVP overall. Yeah. And Ashley won defense. Yeah. That's badass, man. So that's congrats to those, those that whole yeah. team. Amazing. They, they put in work. I and mean, you see them, the posts they make, you can tell they're having fun dude, and they're working hard. You see the championship picture in the rain, they're yeah. all jumping. Yeah. That's how That's Pruitt, though. That's what he does. Yeah. When he puts a team together, that team is family. Yeah. Like, to the end, it's incredible, bro. That, that team, what are they there? Are they number two number or two three in nation? National number two. Yep. Behind Derby Girls. Right. Dude. Yep. That's incredible, man. One, one of one of the biggest or favorite memories of Pruitt mm -hmm. is the major here in Colorado a couple of years ago. They're paying Bay Area Legends and they're getting they're getting worked pretty good. And so he calls time and he walks out there, he makes everybody yeah, come in and he takes a fucking selfie. <laughs> oh, <I saw> that. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. 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 He, one time I'm gonna do it. He <laughs> is. Um, he does a pretty good job of making the game fun again, like reminding people that like it's not that serious. Right. Have fun. Like, <laughs> and that's what that team is. By the way, those uniforms are they're the best yeah, uniforms dude, in the game. They're killer. I, I tell everybody that I feel like dude. the uniforms that that Jason and I are involved in are are top. Those things are bright and yeah. amazing. Well, it's that's cool cool to see it. That's Pruitt. Yeah, yeah. Just so I mean, to those, those, yeah, that team, yeah. everyone, great. Uh, um, 
couple a couple other things uh future goals of podcast i think we kind of covered some of that yeah um i think uh i think we've got one more snippet of of an idea that we have that we'll we'll tell everyone uh that's coming up and then um some news so yeah uh, stick with us a couple minutes uh we'll be right back finish it up Oh, okay. You guys missed a bunch of discussion and laughter. That's all I can say. That was our break turned into a bunch of shit talk. I feel like we yeah. need to put our breaks into the podcast because oh, yeah. that's just as much fun as the probably about should. it. That'd Take the headphones off and let it roll. Yeah. But hey, uh, welcome back. Um, I know that was a weird segment coming in, but uh, wanted to kind of wrap this one up. It's been a long episode, but um, you talk about want. tons of information. And everybody wants more, so here we go. There's more for you. Um, hopefully you guys got to the end of this one and you can uh, give us your feedback. That's what we're hoping for. A uh, couple couple announcements from the podcast. Um, excuse me. Um, the Baca tournament, so um, the Colorado Baca tournament is the end of August. Uh, we got asked to do something, promote it, uh, do something, interviews, things like that. So um, I think we're going to get the Baca, some people from the Baca organization on and um, here in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Um, let them talk about what they've got going on and why it started and what their goal is. Uh, you talk about a heck of a tournament and a heck of a an organization they have. What, mm. a, what an amazing, amazing thing they have going yeah. on. Um, it, the tournament's just growing. The organization's growing. They're giving money to, to people that need it. Um, from the tournament, from the organization. So uh, Ty Johnson and all them that are a part of the board, um, we definitely will get you guys on and um, you guys can join our, our craziness. Our craziness, yeah. I, I played an alumni game last year. Take that, senior ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy moly, yeah. Wow. I know they have one. Might have won it too. Might, may have won it. Might have. Did you contribute? He yeah. forgot. Yeah. 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 They put me in the outfield for the alumni. <laughs> they what? He just got the Gatorade. They, they put me yeah. in the outfield because I was the youngest guy on the team. Oh, my God. 31, baby. They must have been hurting. Yeah. Ty Johnson could be one of the coolest human beings on the face of the earth, sure. by the way. You mentioned her name. She is She is pretty awesome. So we're going to get them on. We've got some ideas on okay. how to, uh, to take the podcast to the next level. So um, one of our goals is, as the podcast grows is to do a live podcast to do a, a in the park live, yeah. uh, maybe in a studio live. Uh, so we'll talk to Baca about maybe, maybe that's the time to do that. Um, maybe we have a home run derby, uh, type of podcast, something like that. So play by play, set it up in center, set up the podcast in center field during the home run derby. <laughs> Everyone wear helmets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, let me drop my headphones as I'm balls coming at my head. But yeah, so I think, uh, I think we've got some good ideas rolling. Um, if anybody listening has any other ideas that you guys want us to, to do or see, hit us up. Uh, we're always able to, to talk uh, and come up with some ideas. But like I said, we're going to be involved in the BACA, not to the extent, not sure yet, but we definitely will be involved. Um, CBB was asked if we wanted to be some sort of sponsor, some sort of part of it too. Um, so we'll just loop that in with the podcast and, and do something. Um, sure. I think I think that's really where where we want to go. Obviously, the big thing is to, to get to the community and support the community. Yep. Um, Our last fundraiser went pretty well, so maybe we'll throw together awesome. something else. Yeah, awesome. for sure. 
Yeah. So I think we'll do that. Um, now, not to put a negative spin on it, but criticisms. You guys have any criticisms that you've heard from anyone? I haven't. No, okay. I'm um, not. I mean, we're new. You know? Yeah. Talk about the ladies more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit. Well, that's probably the biggest one I've heard. Talk about the women some more. Talk about a talk about a, a side of the the sport that's grown. Whew. I mean, they, they have. I mean, Rachel and, and the group that has really done a good job at like, getting women's teams to put together and they're promoting it like crazy. I mean, I mean, even two years ago, they struggled to put a tournament together and now they're, they're, they're getting quite a few squads. Yeah. in. So it's kind of cool to yeah. see that they, they're getting, I mean, they got the same set of uniforms or uniforms yeah. are way better than ours. Um, obviously. Not yeah. surprised. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they look cool. Uh, they're, they're gamers. They're, 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 they are. I know. So, yeah. I agree. TJ. We got we got to talk more about that. Get them on. Uh, we'll get some, some, uh, yeah. some more special guests from them. I would say it's it's not for lack of caring. It's just no. I, just yeah. I don't know that game nope. yeah. personally right now, so I hate to even talk on. So maybe getting someone on. We we'll got a guest and yeah, who knows it yeah. ins and outs. Yeah, because I know that I love watching them play. They're for sure. They're they're absolutely as skilled as any of any of us for sure. So. Jason, you hear anything? No, not really. I, a lot of people really enjoy just listening to us bullshit and pretend like we know what we're talking about. So. <laughs> I think it's just Adam, really. Yeah, it's for sure. Adam. But they'll get sick. We're just quick. background. Most of that usually what happens. Yeah. <laughs> the, the background singers. Yeah. Well, and, and let's let's definitely. I know that we didn't get a chance to talk about um, what Pat's got going on with the season softball stuff. So we'll throw that in the next one for sure. For sure. Because I know Pat's doing some great things there. We yep. love we love Pat Crespin. That's for sure. For sure. Yep. Um. So there's a lot of great people doing great things. So I think um, we just need to keep rolling with it. What you guys got any special announcements or anything that that we're involved in that we want to talk about or anything like that? I mean. I know there's some big tournaments coming up um, as we get into the next episodes. I'm sure we'll do, we'll we'll do another bracket breakdown maybe on the next one. Another pick them. That's a good idea. There you Adam go. Adam, Adam involved. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. he'll lose this time, TJ. So, Bring it. Yeah. yeah, I think he lost last time, too. He did. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I think there's some great He cheated. Time. He cheated. You want to check tape? No, I don't want to check tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, just want to say thanks for everyone joining in on this one. It's been a fun one. Uh, Adam, thanks for joining us full time. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. It's been, been a fun. fun experience for yeah. everyone. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We, uh, we will do the next episode soon. We'll announce that one. Um, we'll upload this one and, and uh, get some, get some ideas. We didn't do any freebies this for this one. Nope. So let's throw a freebie in. Yeah, let's do it. I would say this, um, the thing that, that, stood out for me in this whole entire podcast was obviously the question I asked this, this last second segment. Um, I, I would say for me, it was either the delegation of duties or how many players a team could, could, I mean, those, those stuck out to me because mm -hmm. I've been focusing on that lately. Um, but here's a freebie. I'll give a, a free CBB podcast towel. Hint, hint. So we have the new podcast, CBB podcast design done. Oh, nice. Um, I'll give a towel out to uh, some, anyone, the first person that says um, how many players Adam thinks a team should carry when we travel. So 
There was one number that he said. God, I don't even know if I know that. I don't know if I remember what he said. Yeah. No, I definitely have to take care. You guys got any other questions you guys want to ask uh, for a freebie? Let's give one more out. I'm gonna be using TJ drink before he blacks out. Yeah. One. All right, start drinking. Go. <laughs> Adam, you wanna give a freebie out? I do, but all right. Let me. God. Anything? Ask a question. Oh my gosh! I got think? one. Got one. Okay. How about how many downloads did we have with the previous episode that Adam was on? There you go. All right, that's a good one. Yeah. So you get a something from Headbanger. We'll get you a hat or hoodie or something like that. So. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay. All right, guys, we'll hit us up and good luck to everyone this weekend. Yeah, this weekend should be a fun. It's a big tournament. There's some big tournaments going on. Yeah, so be safe. Uh, If you listen to the podcast, you see us out there. By all means, come chit chat. Give a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Pretty easy to talk to around here. So (laughs) exactly. Yeah, for TJ, he doesn't really talk. Take care. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uh, You guys, uh, we really appreciate everyone joining in. You guys have a good week. Thanks.